Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond. Peace and blessings, and welcome to another edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. I am your host, Kim Martin Raymond. I'm a minister, spiritual life coach, author, and founder of Redefining You LLC, where I help my clients to realign themselves mind, body, and spirit. And welcome again to the second season of the How Now podcast. And if you're new to the How Now podcast, be sure to go to my website, www.hownowpodcast.com, where you can go and listen to our current shows. You can go and listen to our shows from season one. You can also click on the banner and it will take you to our How Now YouTube channel, where you can like, follow, and subscribe that you're always abreast of what's going on in in the now. And again, that's www.hownowpodcast.com. Okay, so let's get into today's episode, which is entitled, What Are You Waiting For? Okay, (laughs) (laughs) one thing that we want to talk about on this one, this is a topic that touches home for not only myself, but for millions across this country. And let me start with a statistic first, and then we'll talk about it. Okay, 88% of people set a New Year's resolution and 80% of the people break that resolution before Valentine's Day. Okay, barely a little over a month after after they've uh, made that resolution. Okay, and then 10% of people in the population set well-defined goals and only 70% of those people reach that goal 50% of the time. And a lot of this happens because of one word, procrastination, okay? And to help me dive into this topic and to talk about the topic of of procrastination is this fine young gentleman sitting next to me. And of course, as is customary with the How Now podcast, I'm going to have him to introduce himself at this time. (laughs) Well, awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited to be with you all today. Um, I'm Chris Cooper. And uh, basically, as a uh, lifestyle and procrastination expert, I help entrepreneurs as well as professionals stop quitting, stop procrastinating and start succeeding in business in every single area of their life. And, uh, and, and much like you, Kim, I love um, being able to pour into individuals. And I'm able to do that um, through coaching, through training, through speaking, the whole, the, the whole gamut. Uh, but it, it's funny that you, you led with the statistics, which I think are great, uh, because I think so many individuals deal with this. I, let me back up for a second. I actually usually introduce myself as, hi, my name is Chris, and I'm a recovering professional procrastinator. <laughs> because, I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it, it's a realistic part of every single life. Yeah. Um, people dress it up. They, 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 they deflect, they, they pretend like it's something else. And, right. and, but at the end of the day, it's, it's really the biggest, the biggest, biggest enemy of our success. Oh, yes. And, um, and as I look at, you know, I guess I'll tell you a little bit of how I even got into this whole space. Yeah. Um, I'm originally from Philadelphia. Um, so I've been in Atlanta. Wow. 20 plus years now. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother had when she was very young. She was very, very young. She was only 15 years old. Uh-huh. And uh, my family was animate about the fact that I would grow up and I would become a statistic. And uh, but my mother said, you know, we grew up in North Philly. She's like, look, she said when she was carrying me that God told her that I would one day grow up and do exactly what I'm doing now, yeah. which is speaking life into the lives of individuals all across the world. So y'all give it up for my mama. <laughs> for the intelligence. Hey, mama. <laughs> mama, we made it. <laughs> I, I know I'm silly. I like to have fun. So um, so from that perspective, um, my biological father wasn't in my life pretty much from age two to 21. And I used to go through all of these um, things, right? This this rejection, this alienation, all of these feelings that um, didn't sit right with me. And so what I did was, thank God, I, w- I was a little bit more productive even then. Um, I threw myself into activities and to sports and to things where I knew I could get that uh, fatherly affirmation and the praise from other people. Um, but then it hit me, uh, actually, when I was right here in Atlanta, Georgia at Morehouse College, that it didn't matter 
you know, who did what, when, where, why, or how to us. It's what we're going to do to make other people's lives better. And when you talk about that light bulb moment, that aha moment, when everything opens up, and that was a true game changer um, for me. So I continued in college and um, got a math degree from Morehouse, an industrial engineering degree from Georgia Tech, um, ended up getting an executive MBA from NYU and just working in corporate and, and, and doing the thing, right? Doing the thing that everyone says, go to, right. you know, go to school, get a good job, you know, right. you know, that the 40, 40, 40, 40, 40 plan, right? Uh, you were, you're supposed to work 40 years, you know, 40 hours a week for 40 right. years. And then you're supposed to retire on 40% of the money, which is very right. interesting because <laughs> if you weren't able to, to survive off of hundred percent of the income when you're working, right. what makes you think you can live off of the four? But anyway, that's, a, that's neither here nor there. But <laughs> I say it to say is that I found myself um, in, in, in corporate America and doing extremely well. Um, I became the uh, youngest uh, junior exec with a major telecommunications company, got promoted three times in 18 months, the whole shebang. But I realized at that moment, and this is why I'm bringing this up, I'm going to lead you, lead you all into this whole procrastination thing. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was so good at doing it that I would tell myself the lie that I mm. work best under pressure. Yes. You know, I would wait to the last minute to do things because I knew I could do it. You know, when, when you have that confidence and that certainty about yourself and you know it's gonna, you're always going to show up and things are going to pop and it's just going to be like, let's right. go, let's go, let's go. But then I realized that after working 18 hour days, six days a week and, and constantly being quote unquote on all the time, that that was not going to be sustainable. I wanted to get married. I wanted to have some kids. I wanted to, I mean, I wanted a life. Right. right. And, and, and from the outside looking in people, people, you know, would say, oh, it's perfect situation and it's amazing and it's awesome and all that kind of stuff. But I knew that for me, and I learned this from one of my, one of my mentors, Mr. Tony Robbins, uh, was that if you're not growing, you're dying. And I felt myself in a situation where I wasn't growing. I wasn't growing. I wasn't learning. I wasn't being challenged consistently. And I knew I wanted more. And although I was good at technology and good, you know, and good, at, I was, uh, you know, and good with management. And I had multi-million dollar budgets and managing 80 plus individuals and, and commanding and saving the company millions of dollars and all that kind of stuff. It just wasn't enough because there's a difference between happiness and also fulfillment. And I really wanted to ultimately be fulfilled. So I say that to say is that I, I hired a coach. So I stepped out of corporate America. I did a major shift. Um, it was, it was uh, <laughs> I, I, I call it the, um, the divine digital downloads that I received. Yes. Um, man of faith. And I know that God leads me every day and keeps me. And, and one, of the, one of the things that I heard in three different states, three different states, Georgia, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania, where, where I'm from, get out the boat, Peter. The, the message was get out the boat, Peter. Walk on the water, get out the boat. And I was just feeling like everything around me was just, you know, come, was enclosing me. Because like I said, I was working all the time. I was always on. I had a blackjack and a blackberry and a, and a, and a, and a pager and a razor. And I mean, all these, I had all right, these right. things, right? right. I'm dating myself, right? <laughs> but I had all <laughs> these things, right? And, and I just felt like this is not what I want. This, yes, I can, do, I can do this, but this is not exactly what I want. And I think that's a big differentiator for individuals. Um, so I basically, you know, took a big leap of faith and uh, stepped out of corporate America. I was strategic about it. Um, but on May the 20th, 2005, I gave them the piece up, A-Town Down. And, uh, <laughs> and I walked in in my destiny. I knew that, you know, I had always had a knack for communicating with individuals, for working with people, for changing their lives, for doing different types of stuff. I was doing oracle oratorical contests my whole life. I had done, you know, student body president from seven to 17. Like, I mean, I was... I was already in that space. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. I like to talk and I can get paid for talking. Wait a minute. This is going to be okay. Like, wow. I, I don't know how to shut up sometimes. So this is good. This is a good, <laughs> good, good thing, right? So I stepped out and I got my first business coach. And my first business coach taught me a very, very valuable lesson. And he said, Chris, he said, as an entrepreneur, you got to give people what they ask for, yeah. not what you think they need. And the problem with so many of us in the entrepreneurial space is that we get married to our ideas and the things that we want to do and how we want to ultimately do it. And oftentimes when we do that, we overwhelm ourselves and guess what we fall into? Procrastination. So working with that one coach just really taught me to understand the importance of really, you know, self-evaluating and asking myself, guess what? One of my favorite questions, is it true? Is it true that I really, that I truly work best under pressure? Is it true that I'm just a perfectionist? That's why I wait. It has to be perfect before we put it out there, right? right. right. Is it true that 
um, you know, that it's the adrenaline that pumps at the last minute and I know that I can do it. Is that really true? I mean, it's, it's really, is it really the pressure of the situation that makes me do it? Or is it something different? And what I realized it was something different. It's not that I work best under pressure. It's not that I'm a perfectionist. <clears throat> it's not that I have to get it right every time. It's just the fact that I have a standard for my work product and for my reputation. And therefore, if I don't, guess what? You know, if, if, excuse language, if the shit hits the fan and it's the, and it's the end of the day and I, and I got to come through, guess what? I'm the closer, you know, right. with seconds left, give me the ball. Boom, it's going in. Like, like th that, that, I know that, but I don't, but I realized, just like I said, with the career thing, just because I was good at math and science and technology and stuff didn't mean that I had to do it for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Just because I was good at working best under pressure, the kind of stuff doesn't mean I have to do it for the rest of my life. So, and then I thought about the freedom. See, see the thing about procrastination, procrastination is a, it's a very sly and sneaky thing, right? Um, and, and the thing about procrastination that really got me, and I was working with another, one of my second coaches with the Tony Robbins organization. And, you know, and we were just breaking down. He was like, well, Chris, what are you really good at? I was like, well, I'm good at math and science. And da, 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 da. I'm good at this. I'm good at communicating. He's like, well, what are you really good at? Like, what do everybody, what if people come to you for? I was like, you know what? get shit done. <laughs> That's what I do. I mean, like in every situation, it doesn't matter what it is, what needs to be done. I get it done. Right. And because I get it done, it, it and, I, and I thought about it and I'm better at getting things done when I'm able to plan, when I'm able to put forth the, 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 the effort on the front side instead of being reactionary at the end. So when I think about this procrastination, I believe that it's a disease. It is a disease. Procrastination right. is a disease and the only cure for it is action. And I'll tell you one more thing about procrastination that I learned. And I've done all this extensive research and like, and you know, you, and you had an amazing, you know, the statistics that you mentioned about why people don't keep their New Year's resolutions and all that kind of stuff. And it really comes down to this. It really comes down that the reason that we don't succeed with a lot of things is that there's a lack of follow through on our part. And, and, the, and the lack of follow through often it's because we are procrastinating and the procrastination, whether you realize it or not, is the ultimate form of arrogance. Mm. Procrastination is the ultimate form of arrogance. How dare you assume that you're going to be around long enough to get to it later? How dare you assume that all the stars will align and you will be given the opportunity to do it later? So when I, so when I thought about it, I was like, procrastination is is a disease, action is the cure. Procrastination is the ultimate form of arrogance. So why do we do it? And I think the other problem with procrastination is that the costs to most people are incalculable. They don't see them. You don't see the missed relationships. You don't see the missed business opportunities. You don't see the missed, the missed things, all the things that you miss when you wait until the last damn minute to do something. Once again, it's not about the fact that you are so best on it. No, you have standards and you and you, and your and your standard is always going to shine if you really care about yourself and your reputation and how you and, and how you take care of people. So it's not it's not really even uh you know a procrastination thing is really about standards. Yeah. And, and, and what do you hold yourself up to and what do you hold other people up to, which is really the effective management of everyone's expectations. Yeah. Um, so when I think about this whole concept of procrastination and, 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 and why it robs individuals, a thief, right? Why it robs us of those moments, right? right. And I think the other thing that, that procrastination robs us of is the present. Think about it. It robs you of the present because usually when you procrastinate, you're even thinking about past stuff that you didn't do right. or that you should have done or whatever, right. or you're so focused on the future and what you think you got to create and what you have to do, that you're missing That's the moment. Right. And I think momentum is about management of those moments. Yes. So those moments are so important yes. and they're so critical. So I'm going to give you all some tips in a minute, but I just wanted to kind of set the stage to just kind of show yes. you why this topic is so critically important for us, you know, for all of us. Right. right. And, 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 and then I'm going to, don't worry, I'm, I'm, I'm going to cut you open a little bit, but I, I promise I'm going to show you back up real good. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you have said a mouthful and, 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 and definitely, like you said, setting the stage for this. And you've made some mm -hmm. extremely key points that I hope that people have had an mm -hmm. opportunity to grab a, a notepad and write mm -hmm. down. I love that you say that 
it is a disease yeah. because it is, it is something mm -hmm. that definitely needs to be addressed. Yes. And that it's a form of arrogance, you know, mm -hmm. that I was today years old on that one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because yes, <laughs> it is, it is mm -hmm. a form of arrogance. Just like yeah. you said, how dare we think, oh, you mm -hmm. know, we're going to have time. Yeah. Okay. We're always talking about life is too short. We never know what's going to happen from one moment to the next. We don't know what's going to happen in the next few minutes. Exactly. But yes, how dare we mm -hmm. stop and say, oh, well, you know, oh, yeah, we're going to have time to do this, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, and, that, and that there are different levels to that procrastination. Yes. That there are two sides to that spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you said, you're that person who's like, I want to get it done. Yep. You know, yep. it's a matter, you know, and I know that I can get it done. I'm the closer. Yep. Mm -hmm. Then you have those who procrastinate because they're just like, wait a minute, I'm not quite sure. I'm not ready. Not sure. I'm not ready. You have those yeah. people who are those type A, you know, mm -hmm. hello, yeah. who, yeah. you know, I use that to check. Everything has to be checked off yeah. and, and the stars have to be aligned yeah. and the moon has to be in the seventh house before <laughs> I because I need to make sure that is right. You Absolutely. Know? And so Absolutely. You, have, you have two sides of the spectrum. Yeah. On, on procrastination yeah and and both people feel justified in saying mm -hmm. that you know that's the reason why i waited or you know like you said i love that pressure i right. love that you know doing things mm -hmm. i on the other hand have high anxiety about that no i want to <laughs> take my time and make sure that it's done right mm -hmm. but but interesting how both of those spectrums have that same conclusion of because i wanted to make sure that it was done right Correct. And some people can do it right by yep. doing it, by being pressurized into doing yep. it right. Uh -huh. And some people can do it right by taking their time. Correct. So it's interesting how mm -hmm. you can see things from both perspectives mm -hmm. and, and, and they're still bringing the same result and they're still both causing procrastination either way. Yep. So I love guess that what? It's pain. really pain. Yeah. Procrastination is, it, it, let's be like, let, like, let's, let's take less, you know, they say you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig, right? <laughs> so, so it's a pretty pig now, yes, a prettier pig. but yeah. And I think, I think, and we've gotten so accustomed to lying to ourselves about Absolutely. it. Right. And like I said, and, and it takes all those forms, those two, the two sides of the spectrum is the same way you just mentioned. And, and what I've learned, like I said, working with so many individuals, all at five continents and all different types of individuals and, and from all the way from multi-million dollar CEOs to stay-at-home moms, to college kids, to celebrities, to athletes, to the, the whole, the whole, we all do the same stuff. We all do. And, 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 and the only difference, you know, the only difference, honestly, is how we address it, right? And, and, and how we use it to address the other things, our other needs, our other things that we, you know, so, so it's, it's very interesting because, um, especially when it comes to decision-making, and I really wanted to hit on that. Yes. And a lot of us, we wait until the last minute to make a decision, right? And that's also a form of procrastination, right? When you have no more options, right? So I, I you know, um, one, one aspect, like I said, when I stepped out of corporate, I got into, um, like I said, I hired a coach because I knew I wanted to speak. I started my career on the college market. So I was a college speaker. I was speaking at different colleges and universities, all about professional development and leadership and communications and all that kind of stuff. And, um, and then I made my way to getting, like I said, to Tony Robbins, who is the father of the coaching industry, in case people didn't realize that. He's the first one to actually correlate what happens on the field or on the court and, and in the office right. to you know, to all be the same, right? To, to make it a peak performance. Um, so I am a, uh, um, an executive coach. I'm a peak performance re business results coach as well. Um, and I was, you know, certified and all that kind of stuff through, through Tony and selected from a talent pool of 500 of the world's top coaches. Um, and they picked 40 of us and put us through hell. And 30 of us got the opportunity to, <laughs> to, to you know, to, to, to definitely learn and, and glean and, and be under his and his team's tutelage. And it was absolutely amazing. But, but a couple of things that he taught us, right? And, and that we, we learned through that process, specifically on this area of procrastination. So there's a lot of reasons why people don't get what they desire and what they want, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that goes back to this resolution thing. So yes, you may want to lose 15 pounds by February 28th, right. you know, 2022, right? Maybe that, maybe that is, maybe that is, you may really want it. But what happens to so many of us is what we want what we feel and what we believe are in conflict. Right. What we feel, what we want, what we believe. And that leads to guess what? Procrastination, right? right. I'm not going to, because guess what? Confused people do what? Nothing. 
<laughs> confused people do nothing. You just, it's like a deer in, in headlights. Like, okay, I'm just not going to move. Like, I'm just going to stay here. You know, I'm not, I don't know. You know, it's not too bad, not too good. I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of here. Right. And, and that coma of complacency can really, really hurt a lot of us. And a lot of us, you know, find ourselves, that's also a form of complacency is a form of procrastination as well, you know? And, and so as I was learning, you know, about, you know, some of those reasons why we don't get what we want. The first one for most of us, and this is another symptom of procrastination, et cetera, is that we're not clear about what we desire and what we want. We're not clear. So it's like, I, I'll take that and I'll take that. And I call that being skull schizophrenic. It's like, go, it's like squirrel, 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 right. squirrel, 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 squirrel. Like, you know, I'm everywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm everywhere. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing this. I'm right. doing that. Okay. But you don't never, you never stick with anything long enough in order to actually make it come to fruition. Not and that's why I'm a really big fan of focus. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is the part of procrastination as well. You got to be able to focus so that, so, so what I've learned is like the reason that people don't get what they want is because they're not clear about what they desire and they don't focus on it. And when I say focus, I'll give you an acronym for this. It'd be good for everybody show notes and, and write their notes. And I hope people are taking notes because I'm going to drop them bombs today. Uh, but <laughs> get ready, y'all. Get ready, get ready. But here's one right here. The power of focus. What is focus, right? Focus, F is for follow, O is for one, C is for course, U is for until, S is for successful. Follow one course until successful. And many of us do not do that. We don't do our one thing well first before we try to do eight, nine, 10 different things. And that's the other thing about procrastination. People procrastinate because they get overwhelmed. Yeah. There's too many options. There's too much going on. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to turn. I don't, I, it's just, it's, it's too much. And once again, that confusion hits and guess what? It's, I'm better off just doing nothing or wait, guess what? Waiting around for somebody else to make a decision for me. Right. That never happens. Paralysis. Right. Analysis <laughs> paralysis around and around and around and around. So that's number one reason people don't go, they want, they don't know what they want. Number two, they don't know why they want it. And this is huge. Another reason why people procrastinate, they don't know why they want the things that they desire that they want. And when I say why you want it, you know, I used to do, I did some work in direct sales and some other organizations, and I've trained so many different organizations all across the world. And, and what I've realized is that reasons come first, answers come second. Reasons come first, answers come second. So if I know why I want to make the million dollars, the five million dollars, the fifteen million dollars, if I know why I want to touch the lives of eighteen thousand people in the next three months, you know, if I know why, if I know the reason why, that is my fuel, that is my power, that is what guess what breaks out of the procrastination because it's bigger than me, and when it's usually bigger than you then you're able to tap in and lock in. So now I'm not only, now, now I can get what I want because people that don't get what they want, they don't know what they want and they're not, you know, and they don't know why they want it. Now, the third reason why people don't get what they want and it's all this is directly linked to procrastination is that they don't have a proven set of tools, techniques, and strategies to get them there. The key word I use is what? Proven. Things that have worked. So you're not in a situation where you're just, shooting from the hip and trying this and trying that and trying this and trying that and trying this and trying that. And you're just constantly going, 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 going. And you're hoping, throwing something at the wall and just hoping something sticks. No, you need proven tools, techniques, and strategies that work. So therefore you can get clear and get what you desire and get what you ultimately want. And then the last reason why people don't get what they want is simply, is simply what I just mentioned a little earlier about this incongruence, right? Or I call it a conflict between what you feel what you believe and what you desire. I feel like I want, I, I really want to make a million dollars, but I feel like I don't have all the qualifications. I feel like I don't have the team in place. I feel like this, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel. And then I really don't believe that it can happen for me because there's fewer individuals in my demographic from where I'm from that actually get to that, right? So once again, this belief system, right? This desire you know wanting area or the things that you desire and then the feelings behind it because emotion is powerful oh, yes. right emotion is powerful emotion it says it emotion energy in motion energy in motion wow. it's neither created nor destroyed right so when, when, I, when i think about the flow and with procrastination guess what there's a negative energy that, that, that that's flowing right one that's of hesitation one that's of guess what fear, one that is what of overwhelm, right? One that's of uncertainty, all these things over and over again. And it creates this kind of like vortex of sort where you get sucked in, right? And you're like, how did I get here? 
like, why am I here? I know I said I was going to write the book two years ago. Why haven't I started writing the book? Right. 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 And, and what I realized for most of us, sadly, let me be honest, people come, use a motivation speaker. No, you can use that word. I'm more of a subject matter expert. <laughs> but the thing with the problem I have with motivation is that motivation is very external. Yes. However, inspiration is from within. And so many of us, so many of us, time in and time out, a big reason why we're, we're incapable of getting what we desire and what we want is we don't have those sustainable habits in place to support us. We're not tapped into our reasons why. We're not very clear about what we desire. And we just kind of take stuff as it comes. Right. But I think that we need to definitely, I urge us all to be strategic and intentional about what we desire and what we want. Put that out into the universe. The universe will conspire on your behalf to bring whatever you say, good, bad, or indifferent. That's if right. you say you can't, if you say you can't, either way, you're right. You're right. I can't do this. Why does it keep happening to me? Think about all that negative stinking thinking and procrastinators are the kings and queens of this because we because we have all that negative stuff. Oh, well, Chris, you know, if you really, I don't know. Are you really for that, ready for that big deal? I don't know if you're going, you might mess up. You might get your words messed up. You might do this. You think you all that. You, you had it one time. You might be a one hit wonder. Da, 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 da. I'm like, like I said, all this chatter, right? All these messages coming in. So we have to get the proper filter. And the only way the proper filter comes through the opposite of all those things I just said. You know, getting clear about what we desire and what we want, right. understanding why we want what we desire, following proven tools, techniques, and strategies to get us what we desire, what we want. Because guess what? Success, success leaves clues. It does. So if you do what successful people do and follow that path, you'll also be able to have what they have, do be how they be, you know, live how they live, all that kind of stuff. And it will ultimately work. Um, and then, of course, like I said, clearing up, you know, getting congruent, right? Getting congruent with my belief system with what I desire and what I want, and also my emotions and how I feel. So it's kind of this connection uh, between all three that allows us to really jump I'm just there. like, <sighs> because it, I mean, it, it's so true. There's uh -huh. always a component that's missing. Yeah. You know, we, we've got this beautiful circle, like you said, with, mm -hmm. these, with these little squares in it, these little, or the, or these little pieces in it, and yep. there's always something missing. Yep. Just like you said, if you're, if you're not clear, then, then what does happen? You can't yeah. articulate correct what it is that you want if you're not clear on what you want. Correct. You know, I, I want to do this. At, you know, I, you know, I want to be a, a coach. Well, do you do you know what a coach is? Do you right. understand what the right. dynamics of being a coach is? Right. You know, or is it just something that you heard and you've seen the people and you just say, I want to be like that. Right. I want to be like Michael Jordan, or I want to be like like Ayala Van Zandt, or I want right. to be like Oprah. Yeah. Do you know what that means? Yeah. Do you understand exactly. what that is? You know, yeah. and and you know, or is it just that you know it by what you see? Yep. But but no, nothing else behind it. Not, nothing Correct. else behind the facade. And I think there's Correct. so much of that, especially in social yep. media. Oh my God, IG fat. I'm telling you. Oh yes, I tell you. I, you, you know, it, the lake that uh, I call IG, the land of the fake, the phony and the flossing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because literally people That's are giving right. you, you know, and I'm not beating up on Instagram. I like Instagram. It's okay. Uh, but I don't care if it's Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, wow. even LinkedIn. Yes. You know, and, and so many times, you know, I, I was joking. And <laughs> one time a friend of mine sent me this and it was funny. And it, and it was a post and it says, I am so proud of myself and anybody you'll get this joke from LinkedIn people. I am so proud of myself that I have mastered the ability to operate, um, you know, um, a, a motor vehicle via the, you know, the department of transportation enabled me to follow through and, and push through and get all my courses, my coursework and mastery in that particular area. So therefore I could be amazing and awesome. I'm like, you got your driver's license? Okay, great. <laughs> you know, but it's like, it's like, really? It's like the, the Ministry of, 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 of Transportation has bestowed upon you yes. this honor that you are now able to operate a motor vehicle. But it's, but, right. I mean, but that's really what it is, right? right. And because right. people are selling, and this is the thing I think that, yes. and, it, and it also caused people to procrastinate, right? Because, yeah. damn, I can't be like him. I can't have no podcast. What do you mean? Like, I, like, 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 how? How can I do that? I don't. I don't know what to say. I don't have the microphone. I don't know what the background for look like. I don't know the, the format for a show. I don't know how to record. Like you know, and, and and it's all this. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have. I don't get. You know. And like I said, and guess what? Your subconscious mind here. You ain't got it. You're right. You don't. <laughs> and so and guess what? In your subconscious, happen. did it say, 
Well, let me go find out. No, right, exactly. Let me go find out. Okay, right. that's the thing. Exactly. You always say, I can't, but it was like, so, but what re- research did you do? Right, exactly. I love my husband for that because that's something that he does too. He's like, so mm-hmm. what, what research have you done so far on that day? Right. right. Where did you go and right. check out of that? that well, you see, I did, because I heard you say you couldn't, but that right. means that you had to have done some work. Something. That's like when you go something. comparison shopping or you yep. go and you're looking for something. You yep. want something. You going to go and you're going to comparison shop. You're going to check this store, that store, and mm-hmm. third. You're going to find out where yep. you can find it the cheapest, where you can get it the fastest. Yep. You're yep. going to do all of the legwork. Yep. So, you know, you wind up hearing all of that. Yep. I can't, I can't, but it's like, mm-hmm. what did you do? The yep. one thing that I heard you say earlier when you were talking about transitioning from corporate America and going mm-hmm. into doing your own thing is mm-hmm. you said, I got a coach because yep. you understood Absolutely. that there was something Absolutely. that you may not have been capable of Correct. doing or that you didn't have a knowledge base on. Correct. So you went to the source and Absolutely. I love that because that's one of the things you said. Don't, I mean, you know, people who, who procrastinate don't have a proven set of tools, techniques, and strategies. So, so if we don't the, have them. Right. We don't just say we don't have them. What don't are you it. doing to find them? Or to find being resourceful. Present. You're right. You that's that's being, resourceful. Asking, being resourceful. And then, and then, yeah, and then you ask a reputable person. You don't yes. go on Wikipedia to look for something. It, you right. know, exactly. as a person who, who has pursued her doctorate, yeah, uh-huh. I know to go to resources. I know to go to proven resources. I know to right. go to peer resources. Yes. I'm going right. to look places where I know people who have researched this mm-hmm. have, have found answers for that. Yes. I'm not going to just go in really nearly. I'm not going to just go and ask Aunt Sally who knows nothing about it. Or I'm not going <laughs> to ask, you know, Uncle Bojangle about it because he don't know neither. Exactly. I'm going, you know, you're going to go and, and make sure that yeah. you find people. And I think that's right. huge when yeah. you're talking about that whole aspect of procrastination, yeah. just like you're saying, you say, why? I don't know. I don't know this. And I don't know mm-hmm. that. Well, what did you do to find out? Exactly. And don't tell me you tried everything either. And that's the other thing that, that, that really, now I don't believe in the TRY word anyway. I, I'm surprised I actually even said it because mm-hmm. I, I subscribe to the Yoda <laughs> way. Do or do not. There is no try, okay. you know? So, <laughs> you know, cause we know when people say, you know, Doctor, I'm, you know, Kim, I'm coming. I, I'm going to try to be there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to try to write this. You're not writing the book. You're nope. not coming to the, you're not you're coming to the, to the, to the house party. Yourself. You're not, do, you're not doing it. Just say you're not. I know it's, a, it's like a polite way to say I'm not coming or I'm not going to do it. Right. So I, I've, you know, I'm really, in, I, I'm really intentional about language. Language means a lot to me. Right. And, and, and as you talk about this, you know, th- th- this whole concept, as we talk about this intersection of finding the, you know, the individuals being resourceful, you know, all those types of things, the language that we use is also a part of that. And one of the things I, I don't do with my clients at all, well, I've tried everything. Have you really? Right. Have you have you really tried everything? everything? Or have you tried five things and you said that that's everything? But I can show you there's another 15 on top of the five that you didn't try. So don't tell me you tried everything. Like, right. I don't believe you. We don't speak in absolutes. Right. People don't always do something, Right. 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 You know, you know, never, you know, all these always never like these words matter and words have consequences. Mm-hmm. And I think that especially in this cancel culture in which we live, mm-hmm. we understand <laughs> and, we, and these right. We right. understand that words have consequences. Right? right. Whether you whether you meant it or not, you can try to apologize. You can try. But you can't. Yeah, let's be honest. You can't take it back. Nope. Yeah. I mean, once it's out, you can't. I tell people all the time, be careful. The Internet is forever. <laughs> the internet is forever. Like it's right. somebody's gonna dig it. It'd be Somebody. 45 years from now, your grandkids will be in college and all that kind That's of stuff. Right. And yeah. you will be like, Well, Chris Cooper said the D word on on, 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 on the podcast back in, back in 2022, right? right. <laughs> and they were like, Oh, he's a potty mouth. You know, you know <laughs> it, it is just it's just crazy when I when I think about it. But but yes, you know, being resourceful is so critical. I always I learned this: it's not about resources, it's about being resourceful. So you, you can't control the hand you're dealt. You only, you only can control how you deal it. You know, that's right. why I always say when you talk about the statistics, you know, I really do believe that life is, you know, 10% what happens to us, but 90% how we respond. That's right. Like that's we have right. the power. And I think that that personal power is so critically important. And I think so many of us, especially when it comes to procrastination in other areas, we give that power away freely mm-hmm. to others to dictate, to decide, to make the decision for us. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know, so that's why I like I'm, I'm an options type of guy. And I learned that, you know what, if, if you have one option, you have no option because right. you got to do it. Right. If you have two options, you got a dilemma. Damned if I do, damned if I don't. Right. right. <laughs> Who knows? Right. <laughs> it's only typically, in my opinion, especially when it comes to difficult 
or hard decisions or, or valuable, important decisions that you're going to make. Once you have three or more options, now you're able to really make an informed decision, right? You know, and, and you got to really understand the importance of when you make a note, when you make those types of things, a great way to get over procrastinating is to make informed decisions. How do you make informed decisions, Chris? Number one, there's rules of decision-making. I don't know if people know this, but there's rules of decision-making. The first one is guess what? You've got to write it down. You got to write it down. You got to physically see exactly what you desire and what you want. See, the problem with most of us, you said it earlier, Ken, it's this analysis, paralysis. I'm going around and around. And think about it. When you don't write it down, it, you're, you're constantly, you're thinking about it. It's, you're on this endless, infinite loop and it's going, it's going to maybe even a figure eight, right? You might be going, I'm up and I'm down. I'm up and I'm back down. That's why depression is like that. All these things, all these feelings, all these lower emotions, right? And it's like, I'm going around and around and around and around and around and around and around. And I may never get to it. So the first thing I will say when, when it comes to making these difficult decisions, you got to write it down. Right. Number two, going back to this message, once again, Chris Cooper to you, you got to be clear about what you want and why you want and why you want what you desire and what you want, You're right? Wild. Know what I want and why I want it, right? Number three is that, guess what? Now, whether people realize or not, this is the math guy in me, all important, difficult decisions, et cetera, that you're going to make and not be a procrastinator, right? Even decisions not to be a procrastinator, excuse me, is going to be based on probability. It's math. It's math. So when, when you look at the upsides and the downsides of, of each of these individual options, there's a probability that you can assess as to whether this will come to pass, whether this will not come to pass, how it will go and all that kind of stuff. So you got to look at the numbers. Now, after even, even understanding that being the third rule of decision-making, the fourth one is simply this. At the end of the day, it all comes down to value clarification. What do you value the most? See, some people who procrastinate, right? We'll talk about two spectrums of it, right? Okay. Some people who procrastinate, they value perfection, getting it right the first time. Mm -hmm. They value, you know, leading in a certain way. They value, you know, being the best of the best of the best. That's a value, right? It's a value set, right? Right. So therefore they procrastinate because they're always trying to have this level of strive for this level of perfection, which we all know is unattainable because there's no perfect people or no perfect organizations, no perfect processes. There's always something we live. Look, whether people, uh, we live in the world's biggest room. That's right. you ready? The biggest room, you ready? A room for improvement. I know, right? I'm right. But we do, right? So you can always be better and we should always be in this constant and never improvement, you know, never ending improvement. Um, you know, just vibe, right? And I think it's so critical that, you know, all, when we talk about, like I said, procrastination and we break down, you know, all this stuff that the, what we value really shows up. It really shows up. And then the same thing for the person that, that, that you know, that waits the last minute, but thinks they work best under pressure. Guess what? They valued something as well. They value their reputation. They value their standards. They value delivering, Right. So they, but guess what? They value that over the fear of not actually doing it. Right. You catch that? They value it more than the fear of not actually doing it. Right. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care how long I have to stay up. I don't clear, you know, all these, like, I don't care. I got to get, I'm going, I, it must, it must. Once again, guess why? Because going back to what I said earlier, they know the reasons why they want what they desire, what they want. They're not going, you're not going to stay up all night long and burn the midnight oil and go above and beyond and isolate your family and your friends and all that kind of stuff for something that doesn't matter to you, right? It's got to matter. It's, and, you know, and, and it's about a feeling. Let me, everything we do in life is to feel a certain kind of way. Let's be honest. You make money to feel some kind of way. You get married to make some kind of, to feel some kind of way. You have kids to have to feel some kind of way. You, you, you build a business to feel some kind of way. Like everything's about emotion. Like, and I know, especially as men, we act like we're not, we are some of the most emotional beings on the planet. We, we don't like to say we are, but we are, we are. We like to think that we're logical. Yes, we're logically, we're logically uh, keeping our emotions in check. That's what we're doing. Right, right. <laughs> so it's not like, you know, all of a sudden <laughs> we're just not, no, we're right. very emotional, right? And we're all emotional beings. But once again, because we were created that way to be relational and ultimately to ultimately feel things, right? And everything we do is to feel a certain kind of way. And the quality of our lives will always, 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 always be dependent upon the meanings that we associate with things, experiences, and people in our lives. That's the quality of our life. So, so when we talk about a quality life where we're not procrastinating as much, 
It's going to happen. We're, we're all human. I don't, I, there, there's no magic pill, right? I can't just say, do this, do this, turn around your head, take this ginger, ginger root, eat this, da, 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 and you will never procrastinate again in life. No, it's going to, it's going to happen. But now when it happens, you need to be more equipped to have your toolbox handy. Like you said, tools, techniques, and strategies. And strategies, right? That's going to assist me, right? Sorry. Whether that's the power of decision-making, whether that's understanding how to, to, uh, you know, how to master my emotional state, my mental state, you know, my physical state, whether it's, you know, getting a coach, whether it's, you know, and, I, and I, like you, you know, people, they always want to be a coach. Everybody thinks they want to be a coach and all that kind of stuff. And it's great. And they think this work is easy. And I'm good at telling people what to do. Okay. It's not about telling people what to do. It's not. <laughs> and how can you be an effective coach when you don't have a coach? Now, I, I really don't coach about that. Like I will never, they, I, it 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 gets it boils me inside when I think about coaches that don't have coaches. Right. And it's so crazy to me because it's like you want individuals to invest in your services right. at this level so you can better them and you're not bettering yourself. Like I have not right. I've I have had a coach since literally 2007, 8, and I have never not had a coach since. And I will never not have a coach again in my life. Like, and I have about three different one, two, three. I mean, how many is it right now? Three, <laughs> three right now. Cause I, you know, it changes for different seasons right. and different stuff, right. but three for, for key parts of my life, of my business, of what I desire and what I need. And I think that, you know, get enlisting the support is a great form of, of, of anti-procrastination, yeah. right? Enlisting and help, getting someone that's been there before you, that's done what you want to do. That's gotten the results that you ultimately desire. That's another reason why people procrastinate, right? Because they want they don't know. They're like, I'm just confused. I don't know where to go. I don't know how to do it. Well, guess what? Go to the source, as we said. Find mm -hmm. out. Find someone has already done it. Let's be. I'm sorry. Let me be very clear. Hate to be a Debbie Downer, guys. There's no new ideas under the, under the sun. You know that, right? Like, no, there are no. There are no new. <laughs> You're right. Somebody else probably had your idea before, and it's okay. Right. Because my first coach taught me. Said, Chris, three percent is different. Yours is blue. Mine is red. It does the same thing. But guess what? There's a market for blue and there's a market for red. And all we have to be able to, to do, so it's not about competition. I really believe in the law of, of abundance and there's an abundance of opportunities and experiences and all that kind of stuff for all of us. We don't, we don't have to step on top of each other or, or try to keep somebody down or, or don't share or don't, it doesn't matter, right? Because at the end of the day, that law of reciprocity is real, law of abundance is real and all, law of attraction is real. All that stuff is gonna come, come to fruition. And we just need to be open yeah. and honest enough with ourselves yeah. to say, hey, my name is Chris and I'm a recovering professional procrastinator. <laughs> I absolutely, absolutely <laughs> love it. Chris, I mean, the nuggets that you have shared, guys, uh, you know, whether you watch this in replay or whether you watch it over again, there is so much to be said behind, like you said, being clear, knowing what it is that you want and, 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 and desire and your reasons. Everything is about that why. It is. You know? And then also, like you said, having those tools and equipping yourself, those things are important. You know, so once you're clear on those things and once you're, you know, you're, you're set in, in what it is that you're looking to achieve, how do you go about achieving it? And then just like you said, having your feelings, beliefs, and desires in alignment. Yes. And the one thing that I want to, that I even want to stress there mm -hmm. is, you know, when you set, these intentions for yourself and then you achieve them then all of a sudden you want to backpedal like wait 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 wait, wait. because now all of a sudden you don't understand isn't this what you wanted yeah you know and i yeah. say that and i say that because that's something that i've experienced in recent times myself with you know i've had i've had some significant weight loss and mm -hmm. now and now i'm going in the store and i'm like i can't believe i can wear what i'm wearing i can't <laughs> this size and i'm going uh -huh. in every store i'm trying on everything is all like because i can't believe it but it's just like why don't you believe it mm -hmm. isn't this what you said you want yep. to do isn't this what you did and you manifested you, it and right now you're there, you've manifested it and mm -hmm. now so you have to be clear okay when the manifestation happens what are you going to do with that what are you right. are you equipped to walk in it correct mm -hmm. are you are you secure enough and equipped enough to walk in what it was was that you manifested you said you wanted six figures are you able to walk in that manifestation of that six figures? Right. Or now you're like, oh my God, I got this money. I don't know what to do with it. You yeah. never thought about that? Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> because somewhere in your mind, you didn't think at the end that you were going to actually achieve it. But what happens exactly. when you do? 
Exactly. So, exactly. so it's, it's those kinds of things. And I yeah. think that some people procrastinate in that because just like you have people who are, are, are afraid of failure, you have people who are afraid of success. Big time. Big time. Afraid of success. What happens if I actually do this? And we yeah. see that with entrepreneurs. Yeah. You know, that you get these people that get but all this guilty. money, they get all these things, and guilty. they get all this I've demand. Yeah, you get all this demand, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now, now I, what? I, don't, I don't make enough popcorn. Right. That's what you know, but that's what I was banking on, and so now right. I've got all these people wanting what I have, and I'm, I'm not equipped to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do that just like real. That's real. That's, now, I'm of, glad you said that. Yeah, that is so real, right there. Right? I'm, I'm, if I may, just jump yes. that that right there. That fear of success yes. and the fear of failure being the exact same thing. And and I and I let, let me if I may let, let me let me break down this fear thing because I think it's really because it is a major component of procrastination and why people procrastinate. So, um, and, and when I think about fear, I really like, there's a movie, um, and it's not the best movie per se, uh, but I'm a big Will Smith fan, and it's Will Smith and his son, Jaden. Yes. And they're in a movie, and it's called After Earth. People may have seen it, they may have not seen it. It's a post-apocalyptic, uh, post-apocalyptic, excuse me, yes. <laughs> uh, experience where the earth is barren, um, you know, it's way in the future, um, you know, there was an apocalypse, all that kind of stuff. And uh, Will is a soldier and he's wounded. He's like a, like a, like a soldier. And the soldiers like fight these monsters, right? The monsters are aliens that are, that have kind of come to earth and tried to take over and all that kind of stuff. And in the movie, his son is learning to become a warrior, right? A, A soldier like his, like his father. And the enemy can't see, but it can smell. And what it smells is your fear and then it eats you and, and gets you when, you when you're fearful, right? So the little boy, Jaden, um, who plays Wilson, his real son in real life, you know, he plays him in the movie as well. He sees his sister literally get murdered like in front of him by these evil creatures or whatever. And so he's learning, he's out in the woods and outside and he's just learning. And he's like, dad, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm fear. It's fear, you know, so he's, he's talking to his dad, they're, they're communicating. He's like, I'm, I'm scared, I'm scared. I don't know what to do and da, 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 da. And Will said this and I'll never forget. He said, fear is a choice and i had to pause it right i saw i think i saw the movie i probably didn't see it in the movie theater i probably saw it on dvd or something but i had to pause it right there he said fear is a choice let me tell you something as someone that comes from a mathematical and scientific background right where and research intensive and all that kind of stuff check this out we learned something a long time ago that the way we could tell if something is real or something is fake is by our five senses right Mm -hmm. And so when I think about fear, people say, oh, fear is real. I'm like, oh, is, is it really real? So I'm gonna tell you what I believe. I believe that fear is a mind altering, fictitious force that has a very real effect. I'm gonna say it again. It's a mind altering, fictitious force that has a very real effect. Chris, what the hell are you talking about? Let me break it down to you. Like I say, as a child, we were taught five senses. If you can't see it, smell it, taste it, hear it, or touch it, it does not exist, right? That's, that's, what, that's what we're told, right? Right. So when I think about fear, when I think about seeing fear, you don't see fear, you just see me shaking. You see the effect of it, right? You see right. it, right? you see it, right? You don't smell it. Maybe if I'm not there short that day, you know, <laughs> it'd give off, right? Okay. You don't taste it, but maybe even before, you know, we do an interview or people get in front of people, they get that cotton mouth feeling yes. and it's like uh, you know but it's fear manifesting itself right you don't hear fear ah! I'm bad screaming but you know you you know but you but you hear the effects right. of it you don't t- and you don't you don't touch it right you don't really touch you can touch somebody that is fearful but you're right. not really touching the fear so when right. i say that I, I say once again that fear to me is a mind altering fictitious force that has a very real effect so the effects of it are real and guess what it is like will said a choice a choice and we allow this fear, as you just said, and this fear of success and this fear of failure, it's the same inverted. Yes. I had the fear of success. I had the fear of that, you know, I've been pretty good at what I've done before, but if I really blow up, what's really going to happen, right? Yes. Or maybe, Chris, maybe you just got lucky. You know, that first book was a number one bestseller. You can't do that shit again. You can't right. do it again. Like right. that was, it was, it was, it was it, the first time it was just a, it, it was, it was just a, you know, right. you tried it. <laughs> you tried it and, and it worked. But people have the right it, time it's not gonna happen for you again. Right. Why, why, why would it happen for you again? Right. But that goes back to the mindset and understanding this. And I'm gonna tell you, 
If you believe this, this will help you stop procrastinating. Just one statement. If you believe that you are worthy and you deserve everything that you desire, the procrastination spirit will go away. It'll be subsided. The fear will, will, will dissipate from you. You said it earlier, Kim. You said, if you've done it before, you can do it again. Yeah. Think about that. And, and when you realize you've done it before, it builds your confidence. It builds your certainty. So therefore, you can go into this saying, so when I talk about the fear of success, like you should say, wait a minute, I've done it before, so I know I can do it again. I know God blessed me and gave me this opportunity and this platform. I know I can sustain it and move to season two and season three and four and five and six, right? Because I did season, because I did already. I did the heavy lifting. I did the work, right? Study, show yourself approved, right? Like, like I, 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 I've done the work. Yeah. Now I just need to actually walk in and get this. I know I'm Mr. Get Shit Done, but it's not really about doing things. It's about, as, as our forever first lady will say, becoming. If we focus more on being yeah. as opposed to doing, you won't procrastinate as much. Because doing, you get caught up in all the semantics. Well, how do I do it? And, and where do I need to do it? And da -da -da -da, all, all these things. But when you just be, when you accept the fact that you are worthy and you deserve everything that you desire, Absolutely. when you accept that you literally have the power and the ability to create and manifest whatever you desire in your life, when you understand that you literally are a king, a priest, a queen, like, like when, when you really realize that, that, that you are amazing and incredibly and, and, you know, and wonderfully made, and you can, when you really get that, yes, when you get that, all these other excuses, all these unsustainable habits, right? right. All these things, all, all of that stinking thinking, all of that language that's not serving you, all of that stuff goes away. That's right. And you're able to stand in your power that's it. and understand that this is mine. I, I, I work for this. That's I deserve it. this. I'm worthy. Yeah. And I deserve everything that I ultimately desire. That's when you. Oh, my. Look, hi, look. <laughs> okay. There ain't nothing else to say. <laughs> All right. Then did he seal that up? Did he put a nice little bow on there for you and just say, here, take it? Okay. Oh my my. You know, like, look, we can go on for days. And we can talk about it. We can go in and it be hour two, hour three. You know, but we go, we gonna we're gonna pause it right here. I because, got you. Yeah, you know, I can always have you come back. That's the beauty love of to. having love, my love, own love, show love, and being able to say, come on back. And, and let's uh -huh. talk a little bit more about this. Dig a little deeper. This, uh -huh. this is all we can talk about for now. But honey, look, there's always tomorrow, next week, and the next day, and we can talk about it some more. This, this so I am excited. I want to say thank you first for bringing such powerful information to us for, you know, for, you know, coming on this platform and informing people so that they can make informed decisions about procrastination so that they can learn a little bit more about it so that they can be equipped with the tools that they need to move beyond the procrastination because that's what it's all about yeah. you know it's all about us getting to a place of growth you know i talk about this on my show repeatedly we are moving from a place of fear to a place of education mm -hmm. and 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 being informed so that we can be encouraged and enlightened and strengthened so that we can reach back and help others that's what it's all about yeah. and so like i said i thank you for for bringing this to us and, and, and allowing us to, to, you know, find strength and, and, and moving forward and, and being the best person that we can possibly be, you know, that is a blessing. So before we go, I definitely yes. want to ask you, as I ask all of my guests, yes. what are some things that you are doing personally to create your own peaceful existence in this space mm. that we're in right now? Mm. How are you living in this now? I love it. How am I living? I love it. I am, I've decided to live my best life. And you know what that looks like to me, to me, right? Everybody has their own um, depictions. I'm constantly pulled in so many directions, whether it's the family stuff or whether it's the clients and that, and, you know, and we get, and, you know, as coach, like we, we, you, you literally, you get a lot of stuff, right? And you absorb a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff just, you know, falls on you. So relaxation and me creating a spirit of Zen is extremely important to me. I'm very big on meditation and especially with affirmations. You know, I use, I, I listen to affirmations and make them every single day. I, 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 I make sure that I'm being intentional. You know, guess what? Even in my downtime, 
in my rest time. If I decide that, look, I am going to sit down and binge watch a reality TV show, then I'm going to do it because I want to do it. You know, and, and I'm doing it unapologetically. I used to always like, oh my God, I should always be on. I should always be going. I should all, I used to feel that way, right? I used to feel like, like I was always behind the eight ball, always behind the gun, which is thus the procrastinate, right? I was always behind, behind, trying to catch up. I'm, I'm always trying to catch up. Now it's like, no. So I'm really big on, on like I said, on meditating as well as um, doing those affirmations. Another thing that I love that's very refreshing, I'm going to Jamaica next month. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going, I, I like to travel. I, I like to just get out and see different places and experiences and get in nature and just reconnect with God, reconnect with myself and just, and just do that. I'm a big, look, I, I'm a guy, I'm a big, I'm a big fan about spas too. I like the spa experience. Oh, yes. Give me a facial, rub my feet. <laughs> <laughs> so some guys like, don't do that. I'm like, no, nah, rub my feet, do it. <laughs> Get under them toenails, everything. Do it. Do you it. Know, the whole thing. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm about that. Getting massages, right? Yes. You know, relieving the tension. Because I realize is this. If, if, if this is my temple, right? If I'm not taking care of my temple, mm -hmm. if I'm not doing what I need to do, guess what? For me, it is impossible for me to do what I need to do for everybody else that's depending on me. You cannot pour into others. You hear that and, all the time. We hear the cliche, you cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot. And I, and I, you know, and I used to, I, you know, I'm guilty. I used to be the, the workaholic, work yourself to, you know, like a Hebrew slave all the way down. I mean, like this, wow. like this push, 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 push. Right. And then I realized that in all that pushing, as, as I as we started this conversation, I was missing out on the moment. That's I was missing out on being present. And so that mindfulness now yeah. um, and that relaxation, whether it's at the spa or it's the trip or yeah. it's the meditation or it's the affirmations, me being present yes. in that moment, yeah. not worried about tomorrow, tomorrow, worried about itself. That's right. Not worried about, you know, not, not worried about yesterday. That, that's gone. They ain't never coming back, oh. you know? <laughs> so just yeah, rewind really it. <laughs> authentically being with me yeah. and owning me. Um, and all those things are really important. So that's how I'm living. And I got some other trips planned this year. You know, I mix them sometimes with work and pleasure. Um, but, um, but at the end of the day, um, it's funny. I was, I just did my first TikTok guys. I know my kids like, you did TikTok. I just did my first TikTok or whatever. And they said, yeah, what are you doing in 2022? And there was a little button that, <laughs> yeah. that showed up above your head. And mine yeah. said, living my best life. I said, amen to that. You TikTok got it. got it right. I got it right. <laughs> And that's how we're going to be. Yes, that's yes, it. yes. That's it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, now we want to ask people how they can get in contact with you. Because like I said, you share so many nuggets. Some people are like, I want to, I want to talk to him. I, I got to you. I got you. We can, we, we got some stuff for you. Okay. Um, so, um, so the best way um, to reach me, um, I'm on every social media platform, everything, Instagram, TikTok, right. <laughs> Twitter, it's all Chris Cooper Live at Chris Cooper Live, C H R I S C O O P E R L I V E. On Facebook, um, I my, my Facebook page is Chris Cooper Live ATL. So if you do facebook.com backslash Chris Cooper Live ATL, so you'll see that you can follow me and all that kind of stuff. Um, and of course, my website is www, guess what? Dot Chris Cooper Live.com, right? All, <laughs> it's all underneath the umbrella of Chris Cooper Live. Yeah. Um, I have another one where I do a lot of corporate stuff. Um, that's executeyourpassion.com. That's E-X-E-C-U-T-E-Y-O-U-R-P-A-S-S-I-O-N.com. Um, so I do a lot of, and I think, uh, you know, we talked about this, so I do a lot of um, three things, the coaching, the training, and the speaking. So I have specific coaching programs for individuals that are, you know, that are usually high-performing professionals, and entrepreneurs, trying to stop quitting, you know, trying to stop procrastinating, really wanting to get the next level, as well as I, I also coach coaches. So all the coaches out there, I actually have a whole coaching blueprint program where I teach you all I've learned, how to maximize, how to grow your business, all that kind of stuff. So right. I do have that uh, that as well. And then, of course, all the other, you know, and nuggets. you also have a book. And I have two books, actually. Two books. Oh, yeah, you're right. So this is the first one. Well, the second one, technically, that's uh, Get Shit Done. Um, and this is all about how to stop quitting and start and start succeeding. Um, it's, on, it's on Amazon. You also can go direct to my website and you'll find right. it. Um, as well. Um, so this is number one uh, bestseller on Amazon. And my second book, oh boy, do I have it nearby? I mean, oh, I give books away all the time, um, mm -hmm. is Achieve Your Dreams. <clears throat> and this is 26 quick keys to ultimately succeed in life. It's based on the alphabet. Um, I used to do this alphabet poem where I say all the letters from A to Z and every letter means something like A is avoid negative people, places, and things. Z is zero for your target and go for it. Then I give people a short story poem or quote relating to each letter and then okay. I give them an opportunity to say how they're going to actually apply in their life so it's not a workbook 
but it is an action guide to your success. Um, so yeah, so you can get achieve your dreams and get shit done. I was very blessed. Both of them went number one on, on Amazon and multiple categories. Um, and um, of course I do tons of uh, corporate work as far as training, leadership, management, communication skills, all that kind of stuff. Like said, everything is at Chris Cooper live. It is ChrisCooperLive.com. Look, you'll find me, go to Chris Cooper live. Yeah, I, I promise you, you will find me. They're all, they're all, they're all connected and you'll see all of the, all the great stuff uh, that I'm excited about this year and awesome. I'm awesome. implementing masterminds and all that other kind of cool stuff. So check me out. Awesome. Hit me up. Check them we'll out, y'all. Check them out. <laughs> okay, Chris, thank you so much for taking time to, like I said, uh, impart your wisdom on us to help get us right with regards to procrastination. Okay, guys, don't wait. Okay, check them out. Go yeah. now. When would now be a good time to get started, guys? When would now be a good time to get started? All right. Right now. Right now. Right now. From how now. Okay. Right. Exactly. All right. Again, thank you so much. And like I said, we look forward to having you come back. We'll we'll do it all again. I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. All right, guys. And that will do it for this edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. And until I see you the next time, I say peace. Thank <laughs> you.